Hello and welcome to Just Talking. It's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We've got a couple fun stories. A mom drove with her 12-year-old on top of her car for a while. Uh, feminists are saying that's something sexist that I don't get, so I need to get taught a lesson on that, I guess. And which states prefer which side dishes on Thanksgiving, along with happy headlines and some other stuff. Let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. All right. Hello, and thank you for listening to today's episode. Caitlin and I are at the kitchen table. She just got home from work. She's got a red ribbon in her hair, and she's wearing a striped shirt, long sleeve shirt. Now you know exactly what she's looking like. And Jimmy is wearing a gray, deep gray sweatshirt hoodie pullover. Uh, I pullover. Believe it's his uh, six pack cinema sweatshirt yes it is it is in yeah. fact he still has a beard and hair on his head hey so that's what he looks like boom this sweatshirt's a medium i would have never bought myself a medium i always buy myself larges but i think i'm a medium in sweatshirts i like the way this one fits compared to the other ones mm. so now all the listeners who are planning on buying me sweatshirts no thanks john my co-host on six pack cinema for opening my eyes that i wear a medium in sweatshirts it was new i didn't know it's a good thing to know about yourself. Katie got adopted by some patrons today. It was really cute. It was an elderly couple who uh, are regulars at the Crab's Claw, but will no longer be coming in as often because they have to move to a uh, assisted living living facility because the wife has uh, starting to show signs of Alzheimer's and he had a mini heart attack recently. I wouldn't have thrown this story to you if I knew it was going to be so sad. Well, anyways, they're very cute, very sweet the the gentleman was so adorable every time i came up he's like you are just so sweet you you've got such a pretty face look at you and then at the end and the wife was like you're such a doll thanks honey and then at the end of the dinner or lunch um the husband says all right that's it we've decided we're gonna adopt you (laughs) you're gonna have to give your parents the release form so they can release custody of you i'm like all right do you think about it sounds great you say oh i have some in my backpack (laughs) (laughs) i've been waiting for this moment put them down with the with the bill (laughs) yeah it's pretty sad been waiting for this been waiting for this moment (laughs) finally i got it my table (laughs) no they're very cute very sweet um yeah what they order the husband ordered uh, one of the lunch specials he got the scrod broiled scrod with lemon herb butter and a baked potato and the wife just got a cup of soup and a hot tea scrod sounds so unappetizing you know what it is fish i think it's just like the local fish right baby cod i mean it's called scrod that's cool I had a customer once say, I don't want to order that because it sounds like scrotum. And I said, that's really inappropriate to say to me. But yes, you were correct. They do have the same first four letters. Good job. Exactly. Anyways. Yeah. Same with scroll. Guess that dude doesn't like scrolls. Okay. You think he likes totem poles? Jimmy, you're getting wildly off topic here. Oh, no, that totem pole. I don't really like that because if you put an S at the beginning. And change totem it, pole? No, and change it to a C. 
That guy kind of sucks. It was a woman. Oh, well, she sucks. I'm sorry yeah. for being sexist. She was not a very fun customer to have. Yeah. All right, well, we got a story here, and then we're going to get some Thanksgiving stuff later. But here, how about this story? What does this one do for you? A Pennsylvania mother drives with her 12-year-old son on the hood of her car for two miles after he refuses to see the dentist. So she's in Pennsylvania. She's got a 12-year-old son. He refuses to go to the dentist and hops onto the hood of her car and says, I'm not going. I'm not going. Don't blame him. After they arrived at the dental office, uh, the child refused to go inside. He climbed on the hood of the car. And then she got into the car and drove two miles to a nearby police department. She admitted to the cops that she drove with her son on the hood of the vehicle. She drove the main roadway in an industrial park that's heavily traveled by tractor trailers. The speed limit on the road is 40 miles per hour. She said she didn't know what to do. She wanted police assistance. So she drove with her son on top of the car to the police station to say, officers, my son won't go to the dentist. He's being crazy. I need help. And the cops said, did you just drive here with him on the hood of your car? And she said, yes, that's the dire straits I'm in. I can't even control him. He wouldn't even get off the hood. I had to drive here with him on the hood of the car. This is how bad the situation is. Officers, can you help me? And they said, ma'am, you're arrested. (laughs) (laughs) So she got detained for child endangerment and a thousand dollar bail. And she's, (laughs) she got arrested. Wow. That really turned on her, huh? Yeah. It's totally like, ha fuck you, mom. Yeah, see, you're the dumb one. Yeah. The dentist was dentist was not necessary. <laughs> that sounds like, I mean, hell, but you're also dumb. I'm yeah, surprised she did the not kid, go about that the right way at all. I'm, at all, I'm surprised the kid didn't fall off just to like be a martyr. Like when she slowed. Like, if it was me and she was driving with me on the hood, and like basically as a 12 year kid, you're like, I won. Mom just snapped. Like I t- <laughs> totally just got the best of her. And While also being on the hood of a car. <laughs> yeah. As soon as she came to a slow down, you know, like just tuck, just and, roll. tuck and roll off. And then be when like, she oh, turns, stops the car. What are you crazy? You could have killed me, mom. Look at the scratches. And then, and then I she, demand ice cream for dinner for a week. And then she really goes to jail for hurting you. And then you don't have a mom anymore. And the whole situation is kind of shitty. Yeah. Maybe they deserve each other, those two. Or maybe he's just a product of really bad parenting. Oh, it sounds like it for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. How would you have handled this? I, If my child climbed up on the top of the car, yeah, I would have taken away everything that brings them joy in their life. Including yourself? Nope. I would, I would, I would stay in their life. And I would say <laughs> no phone, no computer, no TV. Get your ass in the car. We're going to the dentist. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing she tried that and the kid didn't. Then I say, all right, you're going to juvie. Pack up your shit. Wow. Ruin their lives. One in every two kids that go to juvie ends up with a bad life. (laughs) (laughs) I almost responded to that. (laughs) That could be a true stat. I just haven't checked it. I made it up on the spot, but it could be true. I don't know what I don't know the measurement of a bad <laughs> of a bad life. It's a very very general. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting statistic to me. All right, so there's this new story that just came out, and like it in risk of sounding like a bad guy, I, I'm going to be genuine and honest with my thoughts on it. This woman went through security, and she had two laptops, and the the security guy said what do you need two laptops for 
And she says he asked that twice and very kind of like, what do you need two laptops for? No, no. What do you need two laptops for? And uh, she said, well, one is for my astrophysics work and one is for my artificial intelligence work. And now there's this whole movement that he would not have asked a man with two laptops. This was because she was a woman. And this is sexist. I don't think that's sexist. And I'm very confused. because That's a huge leap. Like most people don't have two laptops. No. If I saw a man or a woman with two laptops at an airport, I would probably also, I wouldn't question out loud, but I would also wonder. Well, I go with my desktop and my laptop. Yeah, exactly. And look at all the funny looks you get. And I've been asked like, whoa, what's that for? Exactly. Almost every time you go. Yeah. I just, this is the stuff that. Ruins it for. Well, it doesn't ruin it because like, I mean, there's sexism's real. I just, I just don't know if this guy is being sexist and he says, whoa, what do you need two laptops for? Yeah. The only, I really don't understand that at all. That's, in my opinion, as a woman, I do not believe that, that that's sexist at all. Well, then they're going to tell you that you don't support the cause and they'll probably call you like really rude names and do to you exactly what they're fighting against. That's how it works. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. There's this whole list on Twitter. Like people are replying like, yeah, I have two laptops because my enter really smart job and my other enter really smart job. Like it's like this like laptop job off that's happening on Twitter. Why would you need two different laptops for two different jobs? Like you couldn't get both things done on one laptop. Well, I have two different computers. Yeah, that's true, I guess. I'm about to have three because they're all a problem. I mean, like my laptop just I can't do anything on it. It's because it's not made to be doing how much video editing and and audio editing i do sucks i don't know if i'm gonna be able to edit this podcast it's so out my laptop so out of space i gotta go to the apple store tonight but i don't know people need separate laptops i guess but maybe it's easier maybe they're both work and two different works provide two different laptops anyway there's reasons to have two different laptops there's reasons to ask whoa why do you have two laptops right but gender bias is not has nothing to do with that I don't think he asked because she was a woman. Yeah. Now, maybe he was just speaking to her condescendingly. Yeah. And that because c- she was a woman. And that's just, it could have been about anything. Exactly. No laptops. It's just like, hey, the guy talked to me like I was, he was patronizing me. Yeah. But the laptop example. <laughs> Sounds like she just wanted to brag about how smart exactly. she was. <laughs> that's, that's what I took away from that too. And like, good for you. You should brag about that. That's really awesome. I would love to be that intelligent. I would brag about that too all the time. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have the social clues to to know that you're like being obnoxious when you tweet this out. Yeah, maybe that's the case in this situation. That's the rub. That's what they always say about really smart people. Turn them around and they're really dumb. Not my not my words. <laughs> Confucius <gasps> said that. <laughs> okay, Jimmy. <laughs> he did. So old ancient proverb. Ancient yeah, proverb. he said all those words just not in that exact order, <laughs> <laughs> or at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it was over a course of a couple of days with a lot of other sentences strung in the middle. But but he said it. <laughs> Side dishes of America's regions. It's Thanksgiving. What's your favorite stuffing? Side dish. Well, stuffing's my favorite side dish. Is what just happened with my brain. Mashed potatoes is mine. Really. Mm-hmm. But mashed potatoes are bigger than just Thanksgiving. Like you can get mashed, you can have mashed potatoes all the time. 
Yeah, but mashed potatoes are like a common. I know that they're common. Thanksgiving staple. Only in some states. No, I think all states. But but like okay, so what 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 things are just Thanksgiving? Like cranberry sauce. I well, you, what you have here, none of these things are just Thanksgiving related. I didn't make this survey. This is a survey from two thousand and. 15, the most disproportionately common Thanksgiving dish by region. So they're common in this region, but they were like completely not common in other regions. So New England. Squash. Which include New England, Pennsylvania, and New Jersey. So the Northeast has squash as their common side dish. That's gross. Is the squash the, like the, with the, with the marshmallows on top, they're kind of burnt on top of like, like butternut squash. Yeah, yeah, marshmallows on top. Yeah, so I definitely grew up with that. I never had it, but we have we we in New Jersey we do have that in the Illinois, the Great Lakes basically, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin. It's rolls and biscuits. Okay, that's how boring the Midwest is. <laughs> Because they consider that to be their unique side. Like, I don't think any other state would even mention the bread. Like, yeah, Except for there's bread on the table, sure. Cornbread, that's the South. But Texas, that, Louisiana. So that's different. Cornbread is, is a much different thing than a, a, a roll. Yeah, I guess so. Like, I think every state probably well, biscuits. has... biscuits. Biscuits and gravy, that could be a side. If it's got gravy, that's biscuits and gravy. Just like rolls. Yeah, there's, there's bread on, like, what, 80% of dinner tables? Yeah. Well... The west western half of the country salad salad that's horrible that's terrible well what's I guess there's just nothing I guess the way this survey would work is that there's nothing that unique that those states do that they all do though California it's actually like it's Oklahoma um Idaho, Idaho, Montana, Oregon, yeah, no, Nebraska, the Dakotas, Nevada, all, all of them. Utah. I guess there's nothing that all those states have in common that's different than the rest of the country. The point is that all of these states have one item in common that the other states do not have in common. Yes, but I'm sure that like... So they're saying like all these states in this survey have said salad amongst other things, but they said, they all said salad is something that we have as a side. Yeah. Whereas... See, like salad and bread to me is the New England, the South, the Southeast and the Texas, South Central, they probably have salad and bread on the table. But not everyone in the survey said... They just have better things that they named instead, whereas California only named salad as a side. That seems weird. That's very strange. Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Arkansas said cornbread. Cornbread would be good. And the South. I like the Southeast response. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. That's awesome. They get into their mac and cheese. And then the the um, there's also green bean casserole. Was No, that's the Dakotas, Minnesota, Iowa. Nebraska, that area said green bean casserole. What's your favorite out of these? Salad, green bean casserole, rolls, biscuits, squash, mac and cheese, cornbread. Mac and cheese. Mine's mac and cheese slash cornbread. I don't really like cornbread. You don't? Uh, good cornbread. I like cornbread a lot, actually. I don't actually. like cornbread at all. Whoa. I've actually never had a cornbread bread where I was like, I'll eat a whole piece. This is good. 
Really? No. You need like a fresh cornbread. My dad used to make fresh cornbread every week for one of the meals. He'd make cornbread, but I just... Oh, I think he made it once. It was good. I don't like... Yeah, I'm sure it's good. It's just not not in my taste buds. I'm nixing the green bean casserole. Remember when that lady died who invented the green bean casserole? No. Oh, I think I said this on the radio show, not this this podcast. Yeah, she died. Hmm. How old was she? Old. She invented the green bean casserole. She worked at Campbell's Soup, and she took um, green beans... And then she took the cream of mushroom soup and dumped it over it and put it in the oven. And that was the that's the green bean casserole. That doesn't sound so appealing. No, I don't think that. Would I do be like green favorite. beans and I do like mushrooms, so maybe I would like it. I don't know. If I had, if all of these things were on a table, I'd uh, take like five bites of the salad just to act sophisticated and say I ate salad before I started eating. Mac and cheese would be the best. Cornbread would definitely get eaten. Rolls and biscuits eaten. Squash eaten. Green bean casserole not eaten. All I do for Thanksgiving, like the only thing I eat, I'll pick out on my aunt makes homemade spinach dip, which is really good. And she brings, uh, I think, sourdough bread. Yep. And so I'll just pig out on that for a while. That oh, yeah, and mimosas. The and then by the time dinner comes around, the only thing I feel like eating is string beans and mashed potatoes. Like I don't like turkey, so I won't eat turkey. Uh, my family does, is it ambrosia? Is that what it's called? Oh yeah. That stuff's not, I've never tried it. I don't I'm like jello, so I'm not going to, I'm not a fan yeah. of that. Um, but yeah, I'll just eat green beans and mashed potatoes. What do you think about these two new Turkey options? The flaming hot Cheetos rubbed and the rice crispy and Reese's pieces version. I like the rice crispy and Reese's pieces version. I would do that. Is that just not actually a turkey or is that a turkey covered in rice krispies? No, I think that's just rice crispy. Okay, but what about There's the other no one? The there. flaming hot Cheetos, that's an actual turkey. Yeah, that's definitely turkey. Coated with flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah. I made that the ravioli or the mozzarella sticks with flaming hot Cheetos. Didn't like it that much. Mm-mm. I don't really like flaming hot Cheetos. I do, but not as like a a breading. The, the Rice Krispie one looks good. Oh, yeah, because it's... Oh, sorry. Yeah, because it's a Rice Krispie treat. Yeah. In the shape of a bird. All right. We're moving on to Katie's Happy Headlines. Uh, this week in Katie's Happy Headlines, we have Bat Kid is now cancer-free after stealing everyone's heart in San Francisco. Did you ever watch that documentary? Yeah. Uh, not the documentary. I just but watched the was video live. of him. Oh, the documentary is most tears off. I cried on a plane ever. Really? Oh, yeah. I watched it on a plane. Very, very, very tears included. Hmm. Warning. Tears included with this documentary. That's what I should have said. <laughs> yes. Most movies should have a warning for what kind of emotions they might invoke. Mm-hmm. Mountain Gorilla, from tragedy to fragile success. Nice. Not sure what to take away from that. This you man, know? no. This man hosts a free Thanksgiving dinner for all who RSVP. It's his thirty-third year. Pretty heartwarming thing, actually. He was alone on Thanksgiving because his family died, so he just Aww. went to church and said, "Hey." Anyone wants to come, I'm cooking. Aww. And 12 people came, and now it's 33 years going strong. Are you going to cry? You didn't care at all about the mountain gorillas. I don't even know what to take from that, but the old man with the strangers in his house. He wasn't that he was old lonely. when he started. He wasn't that old when he started. But he like 40. is now. Yeah, he's probably like 70 now. That's beautiful. I like that. 
Okay. Wow, tears. No, no, no tears. I'm good. Blind runner finds love. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just picturing this little old man working so hard to prepare a Thanksgiving dinner for all these strangers. You're picturing him too old. Katie gets very emotional about old men. You're picturing him too old. If you saw a picture of him, you wouldn't feel this bad. I mean, it's nice what he does. It's really nice. No, that's I'm not crying tears of sadness. I'm just, it's just very sweet. All right. Blind runner finds love with woman who volunteered to train him for marathon. She's married. Isn't that a movie? She's married, not to him. Oh. Unrequited love is really oh. just a form of obsession. No. Anyway, I'm joking. They're in love with each other. Oh, that's rude. There was a movie about this with, um, what's his name from Parks and Rec? What's that actor's name? Which one? Ben. The one that marries Leslie Nope. Oh, uh, Adam Scott? Adam Scott. He was in a movie where he was blind and his brother helps him train for like all these marathons and triathlons and then he meets a woman. It's got that actor that you really don't like in it too. Um, the comedian. With the big lips. Nick Kroll? Nick Kroll, yeah. Yeah, I don't like Nick Kroll. Okay, let's see. A DJ who has been broadcasting to his wife from the shed in the back in his back garden since 1974 has finally been given his own show on local radio. Wait, a DJ who has been broadcasting to his wife from the shed in... <laughs> Wait. He's been broadcasting in the shed in his backyard. And so instead of just spending time with his wife, he's been sitting in a shed with like some records and a microphone and like having his own radio set. Yeah. And they said he would say it was only to an audience of one who was his wife, who was probably like, oh, my God, turn off. Can I wish I could change the station? But it's my husband who's in the shed. He had copyright. So he was like finagling the radio, but he can only send the signal one place due to copyright or whatever. Uh-huh. They play music and stuff. And <laughs> I guess he used to joke like broadcasted from 547 Orange Street to a audience at 547 Orange Street. But now a radio show found out about him and, and is giving him an hour. Imagine he's just awful. Just god awful. All he does the whole time is, hi, honey. I had a good, do- good day at work today. I mean, he's just talking to his wife. <laughs> it's just the conversation he'd uh, have with his wife if he wasn't in front, by himself uh, in a shed. Yeah, sorry. I'm not used to having an audience of more than just my wife. <laughs> All right. Jews and Muslims come together to cook chicken soup. It's beautiful. Good job. Good job. Peace on earth. Unless the soup was bad. Unless there was poison in the soup. Ooh, don't start a race war. <laughs> no, I think that's beautiful. I really like that. Uh, human poop can now be turned into fuel. Fuel. What's that word? Briquettes. Briquettes? That's a Q. Briquette? Briquettes? Those things you put on barbecue? Oh. Briquettes. Briquettes, yeah. For cooking. Finally, been waiting. You know how many shits I've taken and just like fuck. Wait, so I wish I could. Burning bar- shit to cook yeah. food. And it's like you flush it away and you're Are like, you mm, could have barbecued with that. <laughs> Can't believe I got to flush that away. <laughs> That's goes, a thought that you've had all the time. There goes Jimmy, you don't barbecue. There goes my Take fuel. Take lots of shits, but you don't barbecue. There goes the fuel for my barbecue. Just <laughs> flushing it down the drain. I wish someone would have went away for me to use this to cook my food. <laughs> 
And finally, <laughs> we have a hero scientist who does it. <laughs> all right. Well, that was uh, all for Katie's. The infomercial for poop baguettes is. Have you been flushing away your poop and getting nothing in return? Time to make that stop. Shit into this and then barbecue with it and you'll enjoy a nice burger. That you can then later shit out and reuse that shit for more barbecue fuel. Scientists say with our poop baguette machine, you can live off one burger and one poop for approximately seven years. (laughs) Constant cycle. Eat it. Poop it. <laughs> well, you're not eating the shit. You're just cooking with it. <laughs> you still need burgers. Nah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, indulgence. Before you disperse, I would beg your indulgence for a moment. You did not put cheers on here again. Well, I just didn't erase it. We're still watching uh, Cheers. Yes, yeah, so you're still currently watching Cheers. Still really like it. Although now I'm ahead of Jimmy, which never happens. What the heck? When did you get ahead of me? Uh, the last two nights where you were you were up until like three in the morning working. I could have watched it all day today. All right. I got to catch up. Damnation on Netflix. It's a show about the... It's about the Bolsheviks. Is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. It's it's during the... 1930s. Depression. 1930s. The Depression and... Um, A Bolshevik. It's about the farmers going on strike and the miners going on strike because the economic system is raping them up the butt. And the two there's two brothers who are bad guys. It's like, what would you say? I think it's not great, but not terrible, but good. It's not entertaining, but it's a good story. Like I think it's entertaining. I really like the actor that plays the one brother, the strike breaker. The strike breaker? The one that talks like this. Yeah, I like him too. I, I, I wanted to like it, and I do. I just, I lost it. Like, I can only do one episode at a time because I lost interest. I watched the first two or three episodes, and I lost interest. I wasn't really paying attention. Um, I like the history. I like that time period. Yeah. And I like the storyline, and I like the characters, and the and the kind of mystery behind how these brothers came to be where they are, and then the one woman who's going around killing people. She's um, mean. She's a psychopath, for sure. But it, I don't know what it is. There's something missing from it that just keeps my attention. Yeah, has my attention. You know what I mean? I like it, but I, I like that sign of things. I wouldn't like go tell everyone you have to see it. But if you're a person that watches a lot of shows on Netflix just to like background or kill time. I would watch Damnation. Okay. I like it. Yeah, fair. The other brother looks like Noah Gunderson. No, he doesn't. Okay. Solve that. He does not look like (laughs) Noah Gunderson. We got Outlander. They did play a Noah Gunderson song in the show, I think. Really? I think so, yeah, at one point. He's always being used in soundtracks. Especially for Western or... Well, Sons of Anarchy, that's how he got really famous as Noah Gunderson. He was not that big in Sons of Anarchy. The hookers and oh yeah, family and family. Yeah, it's called family. Yeah, or that was the album. I yeah, know. I don't know. Outlander. Outlander. We actually haven't watched episode three, but I liked episode two of Outlander. Are you doing I, anything? Have you had any podcasts? Any new music? Any anything? Um. No. I still listen to the same three podcasts. Uh, new music. I do have some new music that I like. 
Well, maybe not new. It's not new. It's definitely. How about this? I'll talk about an old song that I I forgot about from years ago that I recently heard and I really like it. Also, Hozier has new music out. Is I it like good? Hozier. Um, I haven't listened to more than one song. Uh, Elephant Gun by Beirut is the song I was talking about. It's a really good song. Play some of it. Okay. It's very instrumental. I don't know if you like it because you can't really understand what he's saying. But I really like the instruments, the instrumentation. So that was a song I used to listen to when I was in high school a lot. And then I just heard it again. Have you been listening to it? I listen to Billy Joel every morning. Interesting. Yeah, I've been doing that while I shower. Because he's like energetic and I know all the words, so it gets me a little more awake. The only Billy Joel song that I really like is Vienna. Do you like The Turkey Trap by Lil Ava? I played it to open up. Do you know that song? It felt like a song that I could say and you would know. But I guess you don't, so that sucks for you. I opened the <laughs> I opened the radio show up yesterday with this. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the same girl that sings "Do the Locomotion," oh. and she was a babysitter for Carol King. And Carol King wrote "Locomotion" for another person, another female singer, black female mm-hmm. singer. But her they came home and their babysitter was singing it, so they gave her the song. It became a number one hit started her career wow but then she got pigeonholed into just dance songs like uh-huh. so all her catalog is just like dance craze songs yeah um but they did the turkey trot which you, I, you might recognize it but i think you'll like her sound it's very i don't even know how to describe it like fun Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. Did I tell you I got in trouble for dancing at work? So well, you got in trouble for dancing? Well, first, you like that sound, right? Yes, I feel I like that's I like a sound. Voice, yeah, yeah. You definitely like. I'm going to have to look more into that artist. Lil um, Ava. Lil Ava. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my friend and I, it's not the first time where we've been called out for dancing at work because they play music and we don't have customers for hours. So we've got an entire dining room empty with no one in there. So in our minds, like no one sees us dancing except for the, our coworkers who are mm-hmm. talking to us. So we'll goof around and we'll start dancing to whatever songs are playing. And the hostess comes out from behind her desk or counter or she's like talking to someone at the bar or something. So she shouts from across the restaurant. She goes, girls, stop dancing. This is a restaurant. And then later, I guess she had written a note to our boss (laughs) complaining about us dancing and not listening to her. So our boss came down the next day and was like, girls, so I really need you guys to not dance. What kind of dancing were you doing? Were you being... Just like being goofy. 
Well, yeah, but you've seen you get get goofy before, and it's like, mm, can't do that in public. Not to that extreme. We were just dancing, being silly. Um, but then our boss wasn't even like, she didn't even really care. She was embarrassed that she had to even say anything. We just kind of made a joke about it, and we're like, yeah, okay, sure thing, and she laughed. But then my friend got in trouble the next day, and then the day after that by our other boss. She got yelled at twice for dancing. And every time I work, they play music and there's literally nothing to do around the restaurant. So I always have, I mean, I always have the urge to dance no matter what. I mean, even if there's no music playing, I have the urge to dance. So I can't help myself. And sometimes I find myself dancing. I'm like, oh, and I have to say to myself, we're not allowed to dance, Katie. (laughs) And I have to like hold myself. Do you feel like you're in the movie Footloose? Yeah, a little bit. I've never even seen Footloose, but yeah. Why, Why haven't you seen it? I don't know. It's a great question. You don't like Kevin Bacon? I actually, he was my first actor crush. Celebrity crush. Oh, my favorite Kevin Bacon movie. What? All of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's That's the commercial (laughs) he was in. He he has direct TV. It's a really Um, good line. My favorite Kevin Bacon movie. You want to know? What? Tremors. Drummers? Tremors. Tremors. It's about those like underground monsters. Okay, well, I'm going to go to Kevin Bacon's IMDb real quick and let you know what my favorite Kevin Bacon movie is. Okay? This is going to be... Everyone's going to enjoy this little session. I'm going to name Kevin Bacon movies, and this is an impromptu called uh, The Time When We Talk About Kevin Bacon. Okay? Tremors, 1990. That's your favorite? Yep. Okay. Uh, A Few Good Men... I like that. Oh, JFK, I like that. A Few Good Men, I like that. The Air Up There, I like that. The River Wild, I like that. I've never seen any of these. Apollo 13, I like that. Um, Wild Things, all 14-year-old boys like that. My Dog Skip, I remember crying my eyes off in that. Ooh, Mystic River, that might be the top. That might be the top right now. Mm. Is Kevin Bacon a good guy in Mystic River? Yeah, it's three it's three friends that oh. all grew up. One grew up to be like a local like kind of criminal like in, in the weeds a little bit uh in Boston. The other guy was molested as a child and grew up damaged, and then the third friend became a detective. Which one was Kevin Bacon? The detective. Oh, that's cool. So he was like Yeah. The guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um what else has he been? Nothing like that crazy recently. Frost Nixon in 2008. I like that movie all about that. Oh, in... Craven, <laughs> Crazy Stupid, Stupid Love. Love. David Lindhagen. Yeah. That's Lindhagen. Lindhagen, you're right. Cop Car is a really good indie movie. He just did recently. Never uh, even heard of it. Yeah, it was really small. Hmm. It was in that show I Love Dick. I didn't like that. He's coming out with a Tremors TV movie. All right, so... Uh, mm, Mystic River has it. So glad we cleared that up. Yeah. So send in your favorite Kevin Bacon movie to uh, talking, talking, just talking.com. I don't think there's a way to enter anything at just talking.com, but you know, leave it in a comment. Five star review. List your favorite Kevin Bacon movie. There you go. We haven't had any new ratings and reviews on this show in a while. We don't ask for them because it's mostly family and friends. And it's not trying to attract an audience that doesn't know us. Like, we don't want it. Like, we're not trying to get people that just browse podcasts and be like, oh, this one. 
Yeah. Like I like we are with the Yankees and the Huskies and the sports ones. You're right. So we don't really need the reviews, but they're nice. They're nice. So go yeah. leave a five star review with your favorite Kevin Bacon movie. Have you heard from our our one listener? Um, we have more than one. I don't know which one Katie's talking about. The really nice lady who would comment. She used to comment on all of our Talking Outlander episodes. Oh, I have not, and I can't remember who that is. You know who I'm talking about, right? Nope. Oh. I'll think. I'll remember. I'll remember her name. Katie's going to remember her name. She's really nice. She always commented on everything. She complimented me. Oh, nice. I like I like her. I compliment you. No, you say really mean things about me to my face. Take it back. No. Take it back. All right, that's the end of the episode. Katie has a song for everyone. Yes, I do. She chose it beforehand. Thank you for listening. Hey, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Here's what you do. Go to your Thanksgiving and say, uh, hey, let me see your phone, and then rate it and review from their phone, too. Subscribe for them. Help them out. And try your hardest. Do your best. As always, Katie? Always stop for school buses. That's like a really good one. California, they don't really have the school buses, so... No, I never knew that was a thing. Yeah. Well, it's a huge fine if you don't. Well, because you could Because r- you could run over a kid, yeah. 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 I remember when I we came back here like last summer, and I was driving on Tom's River, and the school bus... It was the, the, the other side of the road, and I didn't... It just wasn't on my radar because I didn't have it in California, and I almost like... I had to like screeching halt when i was a little kid our bus driver used to like she like made an army out of all of the students and she would say he didn't stop and then all the students would scream out his license plate number so she could call it in oh nice it's like a big fine if you don't stop but all right try hardest do your best always stop for school buses katie what song are you playing for us i'm playing another old song uh oh nope that's not it here we go Ten and Bomb by the Paper Cut. Paper Cut. Oh, God. Let me try that again. Ten and Bomb by the Paper Cuts. Ten and Bomb by the Paper Cuts. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Mahogany Sessions. Just not moving right when it's just